0: And welcome back to Pastor Plex podcast. I am your host, Pastor Plex, and I'm so glad all of you are joining us from around the world as we are recording live from Austin, Texas. And I'm joined once again in studio by none other than Mrs. Katie Sass, who apparently didn't sleep well last night.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's the reality.
0: (laughs) So uh, let's talk through, uh, it was Father's Day yesterday. Did you guys do anything special?
1: We had barbecue with, uh, or no, Was steak we had steak with Rob and Deb
0: oh that's fun just
1: celebrated with the in-laws that's great yeah Ryan got to do yard work his favorite so got to do yeah just kidding it's not his favorite but
0: (laughs) I took a nap I got full benefit of the Father's Day which was napping so I took a solid two hour nap after oh wow I don't know what was going on with the kids because Adrian also took a two hour nap and so that just you have just no idea what chaos was raining (laughs) All I said is don't come in my room and I locked the door so no one could bother us and we just literally just fell asleep and then came out and nobody was dead. It was great.
1: Oh, that's perfect.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then uh, that night, uh, we went to Adrian's parents' house and uh, Adrian's father's father was there. So that was really cool. Uh, He's like 95. And so that was really a sweet time.
1: What do y'all call him?
0: He's Gigi Pa. So great grandpa Gigi. Great grandpa. All right, so Danny came in and he talked um, from Psalm 61. Do you remember this? Yes. And he's talking about leaders at last. And he brought up- th- And it was David, right?
1: David was- David, the yes.
0: One. David yeah. in Psalm 61 crying out to God uh, as a king and just having a bad day, which I think we can all relate to having a bad day. Uh, and yet he takes his prayer to God. And so the, the very first thing that, that um, Danny brought up was that there was a crisis that brought- david back to god and i wish it wasn't crisis that brings us back to god but it's always crisis that brings us back to god because mm-hmm. you don't need god when things are going well like right like you're when your circumstances are fine then there seems to be a little reason to cry out to god which yeah, is sort of because you're just
1: praising you're like oh, wow this is so
0: great well and and i think remember there's a proverbs 30 you know Don't let me have poverty and don't let me get too rich because if I get too rich, I'll forget about you. And I think if times are too good, Mm -hmm. we do tend to forget about God. So uh, David comes to to God in a crisis, which then makes you go if David was a man after God's own heart, and we all kind of consider ourselves like we're not like David level, you would probably say, but we're like there. We're like, we, we at least, we would say we love God. And here's David struggling in life. And having to cry out to God, so I I appreciated that that there was a crisis that that brings him close to God. And uh, what crisis for you, uh, Katie, is usually the thing that's bringing you close to God?
1: Oh, my temper and Ava's behavior.
0: Yeah, I would say I kind of hit crisis myself. Honestly, I kind of feel bad about it. Am I able to share this? I don't know if it's appropriate you time. So, um, I've been, I've had a crisis, like, we have this building campaign that we're doing. Yeah. Or, like, and... and Oh,
1: I bet y'all have been so stressed out. Oh, my
0: gosh. It's, like, every time I turn around, like, Mm -hmm. stuff costs more or inflation uh, issues or probably the, the biggest thing right now is the interest rates. And so, um... You know, in this process, you know, we designed one building that we could afford and then interest rates went up and now we can't afford it. So I think you remember a couple months ago, I was like, and once we hit to 1.6 million, we'll be able to go. Well, now it's like 2.5 million. Yeah. And so now we go back to the designers like, what's your guys' problem? I'm like, what's my problem? What's your problem? So I kind of went off on them about like, why are you guys dragging this out? Like dragging this out? You think that this is fun for me? And I just was like, I gave him a lecture about what we do around here and-
1: You would hit your, you hit your wall.
0: I I did. I I hit the limit. And I was like, afterwards, I was like, probably that that did no good. It sure felt good though. I I mean, I I made that guy feel small and I felt good about myself and I felt really bad later. And I was like, because I lost my peace. I lost my Mm -hmm. like joy in Jesus. And I was Mm -hmm. like, here's a person that doesn't get what we're trying to do. And he thinks that I'm just like, you know, screwing around with the architecture design because I want to. It's like, right. this is a fun thing for me. Yay, I can't wait to go and talk to the architects again and have them redraw something that costs us money. Mm-hmm. And so, that's when I said. You I don't leaned want...
1: into your flesh and not
0: the yeah. Spirit. So, that was not a good day for me. Uh-huh. I had to tell the elders, like, hey, you guys need to pray for me. <laughs> I did not do very well. Uh, so, Straight no, not life. that he didn't deserve all of that. I just was not in, I was operating in the flesh, not in the Spirit. And I was not the bueno part of it. Anyway, so I totally get it when you're, you're kind of like, because it's like there's a lot of pressure that comes about you and you lose your mind about who God is. And, and David, you go like, David, why are you like upset? Didn't you kill Goliath because God commanded you? Didn't you raise like a gazillion dollars to to um, build the temple and then God told you no, and you know, you have to wait. It's going to be your son. Okay. That's still pretty awesome. And at least you got God communicating with you. I'm sitting here going like, we're in the dark here. And the... anyway, so I, I feel like, you know, there's a part I can, I can really relate to David and, um, and there's parts of it where I'm like frustrated and then, and like you're spiraling. So I I totally can be there right where David's at. So for you, it's uh it's your temper, which I could agree with. Probably that was my temper coming out.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like toddler behavior has hit me like a bus on fire. Yeah. Like, I just did not see this coming. I didn't see my temper coming. Like, yeah. I just didn't. So, yeah, that's like a thorn in my side. It's like everything else in life is... Good. Like, I, like, I, there are so many things that I can worship and praise God for and that I am so thankful for and that just are good. And then motherhood has its, yeah. Yeah, it's hard.
0: And and I think for me, just from my perspective of life, um, I've, I've, after I think I lost my mind, like the way you're losing my mind on my second child, and I didn't do a super great job (laughs) on parenting him. Uh, and so,
1: well, cause their personalities are so oh, different,
0: so different. Uh, and I don't, I'm not sure why, like, well, cause every one of my children, I have four kids and every one of them is so, it's like, why can't I just do like, put it on repeat? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I already know the drill. I tell you to take a lap. You're like upset about it, but then you run, then you're fine. Tell another kid to take a lap. And the other, and he loses his mind and just starts, you know, wanting to ram his head against the wall. And you're like, oh, "Okay, that did yeah. not work. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Now I have to talk to you differently. Now, oh, how come he gets treated differently? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Why are you guys different? Why can't you guys just receive the same discipline and do the same thing? Why can't you just function? Yeah. Yeah. Like- <laughs> Sorry. I- <laughs> and listen, th- this is I. I have a uh, thirty minutes of. Just solid prayer where I don't do anything, listen to anything. I'm just like focused on the Lord and then Bible study and then prayer for people. I mean, so it's not like I'm not prayed up. I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah. Fully in the spirit by, uh, you know, 7 a.m. and then the day hits and I'm like in desperate need.
1: Yeah, because quiet times don't guarantee that you're not going to be a sinner
0: for the rest of the day. Yeah, why not? I, I wish. Yeah. So anyway, I. Right, I have a lot to work on. Clearly, all right. So, thankfully that we're all in the same boat here. All right. So, but the, the sermon was very impactful. It was impactful. Yeah. And I appreciated that that he brought up that that when David goes to God in Psalm sixty one, he kind of makes a progression from calling God the Rock of his salvation. Mm-hmm. Then he's like reminds himself of of his past where he was there for him like a strong tower, and then he's in his tent, which is kind of cool, and then under the the shelter of his wing and i appreciated that progression that danny brought up of it goes from rock tower tent wing uh and i you know i think it's i when i lose my mind i forget that i am under the wing of god himself and that he has me because i think what happens when i lose my temper or i go into a crisis mode of whatever it is uh, i'm forgetting that god loves me cares for me is there for me, and that in the end, it's going to be okay. If it's not okay, Mm -hmm. well, that's okay because it's not the end because in the end, it's going to be okay. It's just, I want to be okay right now. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where the part of being patient and waiting on the Lord, because if it were okay on my timetable, then that would make me God and God was there to serve me not me serve him. Mm -hmm. So uh, I did appreciate that. Um, And so he goes, lead me to the rock that is higher than I, which I thought that was awesome. And Danny brought up like, a Chevy truck has the model like a rock off a is it Bob Seger, uh, a song from back in the day yeah. like a rock. I was strong as I could be like a rock. My
1: mind went in a like a different direction during the sermon. Was that go? analogy? Well, I was just thinking like you know a lot of people want to be so tough and like I am I'm so strong and I can I'm like a rock you know, but we don't we shouldn't want to be like a rock. Like we should want to be like clay, the soft and moldable and not hard like rocks.
0: Right. And I think that's sort of the point. It's like when you are the rock, that's impossible. Yeah. And
1: And like the putting the rock in the river and over time how it smooths out. I'm like, that is what's happening to me right now.
0: Yeah, it just takes a long time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It takes a
0: lot a lot of a lot of water,
1: like refinement through fire.
0: Yeah, or or water. Yeah, it's just fire is fast, water is slow. Fair.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe that's how I should think of it. Yeah. I'm so like, oh. like
0: when you get the water, it's nice, and it just happens over time, and it's like a soak. And with fire, it's like ah, <laughs> and it's very painful. Oh and you gosh. and you change faster. <laughs>
1: Well, I don't. Then I don't know because sometimes I feel like I'm on freaking fire because um, hmm. I'm so mad. But
0: do you get mad at Ryan?
1: No. Yeah,
0: he's kind of perfect.
1: Oh my gosh! No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love how you just like, no, he's not. Put him under the bus. Run him over. All right. So not perfect. I, clearly. You know.
1: No, I never got mad at Ryan. Ryan used to get mad at me, and I thought, oh, he's the one with like anger issues. And then we had a kid, and he's the one that has foot flopped, and he's like gentle with Ava. And like, I'm the one that's like, th- I threw her stroller in the trash today. Like, I like, she was disobeying, and I got pissed. And I got her, her like toy stroller for her baby dolls, and I threw it in the dumpster. Mm.
0: That's technique. Now, I ha- not to say that I haven't done that. I- not maybe yeah. with the toy show, up, but I did take Austin's bike once and throw it into the street because he was disrespectful. <laughs> he wasn't disrespectful after that, though.
1: Hey, you know, sometimes that's how they have to learn. Yeah,
0: I mean, I was like, hey, at some point, and Adrian was like, do you think that was the best way to show him that? I was like, hmm, Well, it worked. No, so yeah, there's a lot I have to work on.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't know that that was the best choice, but... Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm not sure either, but...
1: But yeah, it, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a rock in the river, okay? Yeah. That's that's how I'm going to see
0: it now. Yeah, yeah, rock in the river. Yeah, Or or you could look at, you're like um, a um, a greasy pan that you just put a lot of meat on. No. And that you just put into soak in like dawn. No, and no. And then of, over time, it just... You pull it out, and all the crud comes off, and it's clean again. How
1: does it sound as? Is...
0: A river nice. and a rock, way better. Yeah. Okay, we'll stick with that. Or
1: like, like a giant um, ice. Cu- what is like an ice sculpture? Mm. And I'm being sculpted. chiseled. Yeah.
0: Ooh. Do you like yeah, to be being chiseled? chiseled? That hurts.
1: Um. Well, physically, no. Like, do I want to look chiseled?
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant like, if someone's taking like a big. Nail to you and hitting you a bunch that hurts.
1: Well, spiritually, yeah, it does yeah, hurt.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But like, that's why I like the the rock and the water analogy. It just takes longer.
1: But it doesn't feel nice.
0: Why does it not feel nice?
1: Because I don't feel not. I don't feel this
0: does not feel nice. Well, then that's fire. Okay. Yeah. It's well, it needs to happen faster. You got to turn up the heat. Mm. Mm. <laughs> All right. So. uh The one thought that, if if I'm honest, The Great Stone Face by Nathaniel Hawthorne was where uh, Danny went. And the only, it was sort of weird to me because like, I guess that was like an analogy for Jesus and I was kind of like, Danny, where are you going with this?
1: I don't know anything about that
0: reference uh so the great stone face is just a book by nathaniel hawthorne and apparently there's a soldier there's a politician and then there is a poet and they all are you know supposedly the great stone Face is someone would come resembling the great stone face the soldier came and he had a lot of character but no compassion politician came he had a lot of charisma but no character and the poet came and he said a lot of lovey-dovey things and had no reality um and eventually this one guy who just stared at the great stone face over and over again became the great stone face. And I just was like, I know that there was meaning in that, but, and the whole point was that the great stone face was represent, supposed to represent the word of God. You stare into the word of God long enough, you become the word of God. Which I get that. Just need to have the great, you had to have the word of God, which I think he was going with the rock motif and that's why it all fit. Hmm. But still, I was kind of struggling with that a little bit in my head, but I mean, worked. there was
1: a mountain in the picture. there was
0: a mountain in the picture, yeah, yeah anyway uh and but the whole point of that is that he was like leaders that remaining god- leaders at last remaining in God's presence, and that was the whole part of comfort, so like when you come to the Lord, you are supposed to be transformed by him, comforted by him and and can I just be honest with you? i I am that is, there's, there's something really powerful about that um this past week, I was in uh, Pennsylvania. And I went to the, Al- it was kind of like the Allegheny mountains, which I know nobody knows where that is, but that's where I was.
1: So it was family camp. You'll
0: do like, yeah, family summer? camp. I do every year. And I was so encouraged. I went from, you know, uh, yelling at a guy that was a draftsman for the architect to then just feeling really at peace with Jesus, really loving me. And man, I was, it was powerful time. um, of just experiencing the Lord. And I, and I think this is what happens. You know, you may, have you heard this before? And, and I've said it like you are you have mountaintop experiences and mm-hmm. that's where the Lord gives you vision. Hmm. And then the valley is where you grow, right? The valley, for the valley shadow of death, for example, that's where you grow. And that's where, um, for example, that's where actual, there's growth in actual valleys as well. So you know you experience the valleys, the hard times. That's what makes you grow as a person, but you need the vision of the mountaintops to remember what God has for you. And so for me, um, I had several people talk to me about, like they had really awful times in their life. And then the Lord, which would give them a vision in that time, for example, uh, and I'm gonna have him come on the show. He had a, a brother pass away and the Lord gave him a vision of Jesus like, on a night he was screaming at God. It was like wild. of Like, why'd you take my brother kind of thing? And then Jesus revealed himself to him in a dream. And that to me, I don't know why it was so powerful for me, uh, but it was. And it was like story after story like that was just moving for me of like, God is in, and it's like, duh. I mean, it's like, uh, theologically, I know Jesus is with me, but to hear somebody have an account of crying out to God and then having a dream or some ex- some experiential thing Where, like, you know, it's a person who, who said, if somebody has this, you know, they throw out a fleece, and then God answers it. And I know that throwing out fleeces isn't the way that God works necessarily, but He is a God who can do that. And when He does, every now and then, I'm just like, oh yeah, it's like, of course Jesus is real. But for me, sometimes after you kind of get hit, and you're doing ministry, and doing ministry, and you're kind of you're handling a, a divorce, you're handling a. Um, You're issue. getting steamrolled. isn't just, that the, It's like the steamroll. Yeah. Like the steamroll thing that Danny talked about. When you get steamrolled like that, you just need something. It's like, God, give me yeah. something. And I felt like I got that over and over again on my retreat. God knew exactly what I needed. And I feel totally refreshed and just encouraged that, that mm. the Lord is with me. And, and that was exactly what I needed um, to feel the restfulness of God. You know, so one of the things I say a lot is you want to work from rest, not work for rest. Yeah. Because uh, I think a lot yeah. of people are like, once I get this job done, once I get that deal, once this, then I can finally take some time off. Like as you a-
1: earn rest. Yeah.
0: As opposed to, no, no, God has given you rest. Now work from that. And so for me, going to the mountaintop experience for me to kind of be around that and hear that, be encouraged by that is what I need to kind of come back here. Because like, you know, as soon as I get back, um, you know, I have two different, marriages that are in complete free fall uh there are people that are uh you know lesbian marriages that are coming to me saying they want help and i'm like repent for the kingdom of god is near and it's like just wild mm-hmm. that you step right back into that but i don't step into that going oh man i have to deal with the marriage i step back into that like yes i get to, to you be, get to do this yeah it, that for me was really huge um so let's talk about that just for you personally i think we talked about god's word a bunch but how do, how do you get along with god on on the regular well especially being a mom, especially being with Ava all day, like how do you do that?
1: I mean, I do have to confess that the last probably week and a half, couple weeks, I have not done a great job. Right. Uh we were on vacation.
0: For, Did you guys go to Florida?
1: Yeah, we went to Florida and saw And the Ava fan. like refused to sleep in a different room than oh, us. Gosh. And so she just was in a pack and play in our room yeah. and so it just wasn't like that relaxing. If it actually. makes you feel any better,
0: we slept six in one room for an entire week.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so now I know I'm not the only one that won't just... <laughs> but like, in general, I mean, just in spite of... Not in spite. And what is it? What's the, What's... Even though the past couple of weeks have not been great.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And I just haven't been on routine and I haven't vacation been able to hard get like- Vacation
0: unless you're super into, intentional. Yeah. Like I had to force myself, to, you know, to leave a room with six people, do not wake up everybody, go down somewhere else, you know, getting, yeah. getting the word somewhere. And that's hard.
1: Yeah. And I just wasn't. I wasn't intentional enough on vacation. And then we got home and I still wasn't intentional, intentional enough to get back into routine. And so I still, I mean, and so that's why Saturday I had like this huge blow up with Ava because I was just like not, I just had not been in God's presence. And that's why Sunday, yesterday's message was just really impactful for me. And like reminding me that I have to lean into his presence. I have to cling to him. I have to remember his promises. And I like, I have to be in his presence at all times, or I'm gonna just function out of my own flesh. Yep,
0: I, I totally agree. And I think even when you do have great quiet times, you still are gonna have to bow the flesh. Yeah, and, as, as I. Because
1: life is life.
0: Yep. <laughs> uh, I, the one thing I loved was uh, David's confidence, and it came back from knowing the word. Uh, like, you have been there, you will be there, and you have made promises to me. And God has made promises. And I, I think what was really cool, do we have one of those uh, magnets around here? I think, can you go grab from the. Like, Danny left, which is really sweet of Danny. Like, he uh, he bought, like, 200 magnets for us. Um, they, I'm really excited about them. Yeah, and so I'm putting one on my fridge. Yeah, I'm going to show it to everybody here. Uh, if you want one of these, I think we still have a couple hanging around here. Just come on by the church, and we would love to give you one. Or, you know, you can text in at Pastor Plaque, 737-231-0605, and we would love to give you one of these Uh, promise and passage. And this for me was really comforting because we need this. Like, I think every Mm -hmm. one of us needs to walk in confidence. You have to rely on the promise of God. And which is why it's like, I know that he he said he will never leave me or forsake me. And that's why for me, when I went on my family camp experience, just all these different people, and I was the preacher, which was really funny, but it was all these people sort of like saying, oh, your message spoke to me because I am confident that God's with me. And here's why. And I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. I did just preach that exact thing in that <laughs> message. Then the, ministering to them helped minister to me. And that's for me has been really helpful uh, to have these promises handy. Cause I think we just need to be reminded that God is with us and God is for us. Mm-hmm. I think that Romans eight twenty eight you know, for, uh, for all things work for the, for the good of those who love and are called according to his purpose. And I, and I feel like we forget that we are called according to his purposes. And when we live in that, it's going to end up being good. And it, And probably the best way um, I've heard this explained because sometimes people will challenge me, but wait, you can't say that, you know, ultimately, you know, it might not turn out. You might never receive it. Yeah, but when you have something good happen, like a blessing of the Lord, it's like the kingdom of God comes near. And when I mean come near, I don't mean vertical. I mean, timeline near. So when you experience... A healing, when you experience uh, generosity, when you experience a blessing that you weren't expecting, um, it's like heaven comes near. The way that you're supposed to treat people in heaven happens. So it's, you're taking the future and you're bringing it here. That's what Jesus meant by the kingdom of heaven is near. He's bringing the kingdom because he, wherever he is, the kingdom is, but he's bringing that type of mentality, that that type of miraculous power from the future to the present. That's what that means. And so I get to experience in a shadow, the promises that I'll ultimately receive. Now, it's kind of like this. Um, Sometimes I'll promise my kids dessert And um, they're like, oh, sweet, chocolate cake. And I'll be like, hey, if you're good, I'll give you a little bit early. And so when they get to experience a little bit early, like a little bit of that chocolate, a bite now, it's like, "Mm, I can't wait to eat the whole thing. That's what the miraculous should be. Whenever you hear God answer your prayer now, it's like like getting a bite of dessert early. Does that make sense? Hmm. And so that's where I feel like if we can be reminded that, that the promises that God has for us are always yes. It's always yes. Everything that you want is always yes in Christ. You may not experience it until you experience it with Jesus in the kingdom, but maybe God will be gracious to you and make you, and give you a bite of dessert before it's time.
1: Like everything, everything good here is just a taste of what we'll receive that's from right. heaven.
0: Taste and see that the Lord is good. And that is... When you experience it, that, that's the real joy. Anyway, I, I thought that was kind of a fun thing. And I think it's living in that confidence that has really kind of blessed me in many ways. Uh, and it's that kind of sound theology, w- which Danny brought up of like, you know, the Peanuts cartoon of of Lucy and um, is it Simon. Anyway, they're they're talking and she goes, it's rainy, I hope it doesn't flood. And he's like, well, in Genesis 9, God promised the rainbow to show us not, it, it wouldn't flood. And it's like, oh, that makes me feel better. Yeah, sound theology does that. And that, I, that sound theology has a way of calming you. And then when you could really sit down and go, what am I worried about? Mm-hmm. Then I think that's the problem with me. Like when I sit down, it's like, here's what I, here's what I, like, if this building doesn't get built, the church is going to implode. It's all going to fall apart. And, you know.
1: And if it, it does, then fine.
0: That's well, just. Right. How... But, I, but I think for me, it's like, well, I'm a failure. You know, like, that. that's where that goes in my head to me. Like, yeah. well, um, then what am I gonna do? Oh, wait, God's not gonna provide for me. I like that's where I'm like, oh, I guess well, I'll be and left on the Your worth and
1: your identity isn't in the church anyway, sure. And so,
0: but that's the part that you have to overcome. Like, that's the yeah. part for me. Like, you know, if if that were to happen, well, then clearly I'm a complete failure as a person. But if I remember all his promises are yes, then and if I remember what the Bible says that that on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Well, then I should be confident the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. And other thing, God loves me. He, he actually has a plan for me. He, And so he wouldn't bring me this far. to would be like, ah, what's up, suckers. Like, that's not how he is, right? And so when I remember that, because I would never do that to my son. I, I, right. I've been thinking more about, my boys, and just how disobedient they can be, but how much I want to bless them all the time. Mm-hmm. And like when, when they work hard, I, it, that doesn't mean they get a blessing. It just means I get to enjoy them. And I think that's the part where I want to enjoy the Lord. And that's been the thing that overarchingly, uh, that, that my proximity to Jesus and my connection to him brings on blessing that I probably wasn't even thinking I was, I was ready for. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, that's that wraps that up so listen um, if you would like to ask any question here and we'll, we'll talk we'll, we're real here on Pastor Plex Podcast and Miss Katie Sass would love to answer any of the questions you have sp- talking about faith culture everything in between uh, you can text in at 737-231-0605 or go to Leave drop us a line there we would love to hear from you any other thoughts on crisis comfort and confidence in Christ
1: no loved the, loved the message and it was great no.
0: All right. Hey, so from our house to yours, man, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Have an awesome week of worship.